How do you market yourself as a spiritual entrepreneur? If you're a spiritual entrepreneur and you're getting yourself out there and you're building a business, I'm sure you've seen the online world, the online space is becoming more and more flooded. There are coaches, there are content creators, there are people building YouTube channels and all the different things. And the question is, how do you stand out? How do you stand out so that those who are meant to see and support your content do, and those who are aligned with your offer jump into your programs? Well, this is the challenge. This is the challenge we all face. And so what I decided to do was I ran a group project for the Serving Circle members. There were 50 people who were involved and we, I called it Lead With Heart. This is a group project where I show you what I've been able to do in my own business to generate consistent leads and to do things that are different so that I'm able to stand out. And so we got on three calls over a span of a week and were able to provide a lot of accountability, a lot of support and demonstrate a lot of this content that's gonna allow you to stand out, it's gonna allow you to generate consistent leads in a way that is aligned with your heart. So I'm gonna share all of these on this channel, in the, on this podcast for you. So what you're gonna learn in this first call is one, how to use personal, authentic personal messages. Authentic personal messages to your audience, to your tribe, in a way that generates a lot of engagement, in a way that generates a lot of leads, so that you can support your own business. And two, how I've been able to do it. I'm gonna show you everything in terms of what I've been able to implement in my business to get the serving circle rocking and rolling and keeping my business profitable. And three, the three things you need to know right now, the three things that you need to do to just implement in your business so you can see the momentum moving forward and you can get some quick wins right away. So yes, it's here on the podcast and in the serving circle where you help elevate the consciousness of the planet through spiritual business success. So if you're a spiritual entrepreneur, feel free to subscribe, support the content, and I'll see you in the serving circle where you can start collaborating with your soul tribe. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome to the Awaken Your Business podcast. My name's Tyson Sharp, and if it's also your mission to heighten consciousness, yes, you are a light worker. And it's in this podcast where you execute that heart's mission by integrating your spiritual and business growth. This is what I call stepping into the role of the heart-centered CEO. This is the version of you who knows the numbers, you know how to grow an audience, you know how to create more impact and more income, but every business strategy is done through the filter of love, compassion, consciousness, and contribution. So when you're ready, take a deep breath, and I'll see you on the inside. So... Reminder, these are three calls. Three calls that we're all going to jump on. What, the next one's in a couple days. The next one's same day next week. And what we're going to be doing is working together as a way to increase leads, increase our, the momentum in our business when it comes to collaborations, when it comes to leads, when it comes to clients. That's what we're going to be doing. So working through the three days, I sort of structured it in a little bit of a way where you're going to get some insights, you're going to get some practical things, but you're also going to get to work through some of the mindset shifts that need to, that, that are required. Um, so when we have this type of call, I'll do a little bit of, I'll do about an hour or so of some teaching some presentation where you're going to take plenty of notes. You're going to be on the edge of your seat 
and being creative, resourceful, fun, passionate about how you can create these tools and strategies in your own business. And then what we're going to do is we're going to come together as a bit of a collective and partner each other up to have some accountability throughout the week. And one of the things I tell my clients is that one of the best things you can get out of being in a part of the collaboration, part of the, uh, you know, a partnership with someone in terms of accountability is be the best partner. One of the best things you can do is not rely on your partner to hold you accountable, but you say, I'm going to be the best accountability partner. I'm going to be the best partner. The reason being is because when you step into that role, what do you think happens to yourself? You have to step up to be congruent, to be consistent, to be in integrity. That's what happens. That's what you've all found out being business owners. Many of you are uh, leaders, coaches, you're you're growing your business as a business owner and you know that you evolve into that version of yourself. You hold yourself to that higher level of standard so that that can flow through to your clients, right? The best thing I've noticed about me meditating two hours a day, just sitting in silence for three years, coming up to probably three years and doing that is just I'm able to have that congruency within myself. And so being the best partner is where you're going to get the most out of it. So I will start sharing my slides. Who's ready? Awesome. Everyone except Wendy. Oh, there she goes. She's in. <laughs> cool. All right. Um, I will... Sometimes when I'm doing the presentation, I'll miss a few questions. So I'll hold certain spaces for for... Um, answering questions but then at the end I'll give a section for Q&A and forever whatever discussion you want to have and we'll go a bit deeper in terms of how you can apply this into your business and anything that might come up. Sound like a plan? Cool. All right. Share my screen. Here we go. We made it. The beautiful slides are up and running. Everyone can see. Okay, cool. Just to make sure it's working. So this is day one. Now day one, why are you here? This is the group project for all the spiritual entrepreneurs looking to achieve a consistent flow of clients. I'm sure in your mind, you're always asking yourself, if I had a consistent flow of clients, if I had a consistent flow of collaborations, and I knew that the tactics, tools, and strategies, or I knew the mindset I needed to have to make that happen, you can see what that would be like in your life, right? So this is the group. We're going to help you execute a bit of a plan to achieve a minimum of 20, 20 leads per month using social media. I thought if you were to achieve 20 leads per month, I think that would do, that would level up your business in some sort of way. Using social media, using content, using messages, all those different things. And what I found in implementing all this stuff is the confidence and certainty you have. The confidence and certainty you have to have a marketing system in play, a marketing plan, a way in which you implement 
some action that you know is going to lead to the business results that you want. And so it's up to you if you want to execute. Of course, we all have free will. I'm not going to I'm not going to fly over to the states or Canada or wherever you're from and force you to do these certain things. But what it'll give you is the confidence and certainty to know, hey, I know exactly what I need to do in my business, what matters most and how to execute it so that I can achieve these these outcomes. So why am I doing this? Well, for Everyone who has been interested in my program, they're asking me questions about the program. They're asking me all the, all the questions about what it entails and what it can help them achieve. I'm always asking myself, well, how can I help those people get quick value, get momentum, have some quick wins before they invest in anything so that we can see, hey, is this going to be a good fit? And is this, is this aligned? Is this something that you want to do? Right? So that's what I decided to do this group project is to say, what if we together help achieve this consistent flow that your business needs and help you take a few more steps into the role that you need to play in your business that you may be avoiding so that you can feel the momentum, so that you can get some quick wins, so you can get some results. Because whenever someone wants to jump into my program, I want to make sure they have something to work with. Because once they have something to work with, they therefore see, oh, okay, now I can just make these few little tweaks and we can be off the races with the leads, the, the generation, the, the sales, the income, the momentum that you have with clients. So that's why I started to put this together. So I asked myself this question. I'm thinking, okay, if I'm putting this together, what's the best thing earlier on in my, uh, in my coaching career before I had a large group before I had all this all these collaborations before I had this momentum what was the one thing that gave me this you know consistent predictable momentum of the leads and the collaborations what was the sort of what was the one thing I did and I'll be sharing a lot of that in terms of my personal story later on Um, but the number one answer that just came through with such clarity I'm like that's a no-brainer was authentic personal messages Authentic personal message, I'll explain why in a minute. But when I say authentic personal messages, I mean these messages that are heart-centered. They're authentic and they're messages that when you send it has people. You can imagine they're sending a message on your phone and having an endless database of people. And then when you send this message to someone, they want to engage. They want to learn more about you. They want to aid in your mission and join your offer. They want to join your offer if it's the right fit. So this can be used strategic, heart-centered, authentic, sometimes goofy, personal messages can do many, many things in terms of increasing your audience, increasing your client base, of course, collaborations, mentors. If you want to reach out to uh influencers if you have anyone that you want to do warm hot cold outreach to sending personal messages in a way that is your heart in a way that is authentic but also strategic is the way in which is the way in which i build a lot of the momentum you see now and these all build on each other this is what i realized i thought okay what is it 
that I focus on? Is it collaborations? Is it building an audience? Is it building friends? Is it focusing on sending client like uh, you know messages to potential clients? I realized, and many of you are finding out as well, they all build on each other. Right? They all build on each other. The more collaborations you can have, the more audience you can find, the more clients you can build. They all intertwine in terms of momentum that just that, that builds, right? For the for the alignment that your business needs and the role that you need to step into as a leader and someone who's congruent with your offer. So they all build on each other. So yes, that's how I build this survey circle. I'll share a little bit of a story later on in terms of how I got started doing this. But this is what you see, the, the manifestation of the serving circle, which congrats to everyone that's reached 2,000 members. And out of, for a group to be so engaging is very rare these days, especially on Facebook, right? For a group, a community that's heart-centered, that's heartfelt, that I wake up each day, put my feet on the floor and say, how may I serve these people? How can I help? How can I contribute? Whether it's just sending love, adding value through collaborations, through content, just like how may I serve for this type of group to be so engaging and share such a cool mission is very rare these days. And this is off the back of what I'm going to teach you and, and how you can do it in your own business, how you can do it in your own life so you can feel this momentum as well. So what you can expect today, what we're going to cover is how you can start using these how you can start using personal messages as a lead generation strategy to help you achieve whatever business goals you have set. So we're going to cover one, why it's a game changer, why I believe this is a big game changer, especially nowadays in the world of social media. How you can use it and apply it in your, uh, how I've applied it in my own life. So I'll share some stories and examples. But then at the end, we're going to give three, three keys that you need to know to get started. So you can feel the momentum, you can get started right away and start seeing the differences in your own business. So what's the main hurdle that many people come up to when it comes to marketing? This this thing called marketing, this thing called getting yourself out there, for God's sake. Well, many, many people, myself included, have approached this thing called marketing with the how. And it's coming from an energy of fear. Who's noticed this? It's whenever we approach something from the energy of how, we need to ask ourselves, is it coming from a place of scarcity, fear, worry, concern, where you're like, I just don't want to fail. I don't want to look bad. I don't want to go broke. And so I need to find the how. I need to find the very thing that's going to get me to success with safety. And this generally leads to feeling stuck or confused. And therefore, everyone in the industry markets the same way. If you're in other groups, if you're looking at content from other business owners, coaches, spiritual entrepreneurs, who's noticed that many, many people are marketing in the same way? It's very, it's, it's crazy and I'll explain why in a minute. But I believe it's coming from this. When we have this story around marketing, 
of I must do it right. And if I don't do it right, this is going to happen. But I need to find the perfect thing to do so I can, so my business can grow in this way. So let's just either learn from key experts and follow them or just do what the rest of the market's doing so I don't differ too much. So ask yourself this question. What is your relationship to marketing? Are you trying to learn marketing from a place of fear, from a place of scarcity? Key question. So how are you standing out above the noise? How are, you, how are people choosing you above others? Ask yourself these questions. And if you struggle to come up with an answer, you might start to see why personal messages in an authentic, congruent, heart-centered way may be able to be implemented in your business. Right? How are you standing out above the noise? Why are people choosing you above others? Are you doing anything in particular that's going to allow you to stand out where someone's going to be like, oh my God, I've never seen that before. Or my God, I feel like I need to get to know you more. Understand your, your mission, more about your program. This is the main hurdle. Who here knows of Jay Abraham? Cool. The most highly paid marketer in the world. And I, like many people, thought that this guy's massive guru on marketing. I thought this is going to be the kind of person who is very hard sell very strategic logic and doing anything you can for the result. And I found a very, very different answer, very, very different result. Jay Abraham is so heart-centered, so focused on just serving in the most authentic, open way where who and what, like it's your moral obligation to, ha- to serve your clients in the best way possible. And I, as soon as I heard that, I aligned with his stuff, started studying his stuff. And it was just, it very, very much aligned with me. It led to a lot of the questions I ask myself these days to do like what I can do for the serving circle. Now, what did he find? He's worked in hundreds of different industries, learning their marketing tactics, tools, and strategies, seeing what works, what doesn't work. Decades of experience in his database, in his head. And some of the insights he found. Most industries are all marketing the same way. Not every industry markets the same way. Some do trade shows. Some do Facebook ads. Some do billboards, right? But most industries are all marketing the same way as the other industry. And when, when you're marketing the same way, let's say you all do billboards. And all of a sudden, you do a little bit of a shift in tactic. It can give you a little bit of a linear growth. But here's what he found. If you cross-pollinate and you, you market in a way that's completely different to your industry, what's going to happen? You see exponential growth. So think about this. 
To succeed in business, this is what he found. You must zig when others zag. You have to zig when others zag. You have to find ways to stand out and do some things that are different. Right? You have to find ways in which someone looks at you and is going to remember you. Where what you're doing is so different. So if the vast majority of the market is doing something, you're like, I'm just going to do that thing better. Or you're like, man, I'm just going to do something completely different. Right? And stand out. Have to zig when others zag. So what's the zag? What is everyone else doing? This is what I, I'm like, where is everyone? This is what I did when I started the serving circle. I'm like, what's everyone else focused on? Here's a little bit of tip I didn't put in here, but... Everyone's focused on growing a larger audience. Everyone's focused on how do I get more people in front of more eyeballs? Because the large, they've, in their mind, they're like, the larger the audience, the more people see me, the more opportunity I have for clients, right? That's a good, it's, a, it's a good question to have. It's a very good question to have. But it's also the question everyone's asking themselves, right? So what did I focus on? I focused on some different things. It was very sh a small shift in focus, but it was the opposite of what everyone else was doing. Everyone's trying to grow a big group, a big Facebook group. I said, how do I not actively try and grow it, but actively serve internally? How's, what if my focus goes inward and I nurture the people already in there rather than the majority of my energy growing it? This makes sense. That was my shift. That was my zig to zag in my focus. But you can also think in the industry online, what is everyone doing this? They're focusing on how do I get out there in a bigger way? See, so more people can see me and then more people get to see my content so I can add them to my email list through my free webinar class, masterclass series, events right challenges so everyone's doing these sort of things right and so what if everyone's doing that how are you going to be this little is that a rose red rose tulip i don't know what it is in the in the photo but how are you going to stand out how are you going to be that red flower in the sea of yellow that's the question So who's noticed it's a very, it's a tough game out there. It's a struggle to gain traction when you're doing what everyone else is doing, right? Who's noticed that? So some key questions. What shift in performance of your marketing? So what performance level does your marketing need to be at so you can achieve your business goals? Another way of saying that. Look at the current engagement you're getting for your content and ask yourself how many sales calls or laser calls, strategy sessions, whatever you want to call it, have you had in the last seven days, the last 30 days, the last 90 days? This is a good indication of where you're at. This is something to write down. And while you're writing it down, notice, one, if you know the answer, and two, 
What emotions come up when you're writing it down? What emotions come up? So, once you have this understanding, how many do you know you need to have? How many people do you know you need to reach in order to achieve your business goals? In order to achieve your business goals, how many do you know you need to reach? If you're currently, so in the last 30 days, let's say you've had five strategy sessions, five sales calls. If out of those five, maybe one person jumped into your program. Well, if your goal is to get five people into your program each month, then you probably need to five times the amount of sales calls. And we're going to learn how to do this. But this is, gives you a good understanding of where, where you're at. Right? Where you're at. So to get where you need to, do you need a shift in industry tactics that's going to lead to linear growth or do you need a completely different shift, a completely different from your industry to allow exponential growth? Do you need complete different shift to get where you need? It may be true. Some of you may be uh, doing quite well getting maybe 15 strategy sessions a month and maybe you want to get 18 to 20 and you might maybe a little a little shift in tactic might work maybe just tweaking what you're already doing but if you're ready for a different a completely different thing where you're going to actually stand out and do something completely different that's going to lead to an exponential result in your in your marketing Moving on. Who knows Jewel? I don't know many of her songs, but I listened to her on Joe Rogan. Anyone see her on Joe Rogan recently, in the last week or so, last couple of weeks? I didn't know her, but I decided to listen to the episode anyway. And it resonated big time. It resonated with me how she became successful in the world of in the world of uh, Hollywood in the world of um, singing songwriting she became very 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 successful and I was listening to the episode I'm like something just hits me hard something hits really hits me in the heart and I realize it's because the focus and intention is what I'm sharing here so I decided to add this in the presentation I'll get through this a little bit quickly but this is the difference of how she was able to make it in the world of in the world of Hollywood. So, as we say, most people market. I, I, I saw this. Most people market same way to actors try to make it in Hollywood, and they go to the you know they go to all the sort of I don't know what they do, but they basically go to all the um, all the auditions try to do their best in the auditions and they just go to so many auditions, try to network, try to meet all the um, producers and everyone's doing that same thing. 
But what did Jewel do? She decided to start a collaboration. She was doing uh, small gigs with her guitar, singing at you know random places, and there wasn't much momentum there. But she decided to start a collaboration with this restaurant owner, which was more of a coffee shop. She said, hey, if I play at your coffee shop, maybe I can bring in some more people. And as we bring in more people, your shop gives me this, um, you know, gives me this platform. And if we start, you know, in evenings paying at the door, then, you know, we can, we can split those profits. You can sell more coffees. You can do all these different things. So she started collaboration. Now, she didn't start by running Facebook ads. She didn't start what many, where many people do and say, okay, how can I get this out there to the masses in a leveraged way where we can start really building something big and get more and more people? What did she do? She went on the street outside that coffee shop and decided to start playing and inviting people who just walked by her to how I'm going to be playing at this coffee, coffee shop. Think about the difference here. Think of how you, this, is, this applies to you and your business, especially in the world of marketing, especially in the world of personal messages. She was playing on the street and just asking people who she walked by and being in a space of vulnerability, openness, heart-centered. And as she invited people personally and started building that connection, she started getting people to the um to the coffee shop now after a week the first week probably two people showed up two people probably two guys who were interested in her who knows but they came enjoyed the enjoyed the music felt her heart and what happened two people grew to six then to 20 then 40 80 she said in the podcast, this is about in a six-month period. And people were standing outside in the rain listening to her music. And one thing she explained in the podcast, you can listen to it, is when she was playing and the place was packed out and people were outside listening to her, just wanting to listen to her, she could feel the heartfelt energy. She could feel that she was playing for them, speaking to their heart, and they were there enjoying something beautiful. Think about this. How did she do that? Here's the crazy part. Marketing agents then started to seek out her, started to seek her out. Word got round organically, hey, there's this, there's this, there's this, lady playing at this coffee shop and everyone's loving it. The whole town's loving it. And then producers and record labels started going to her to see. How different is that compared to her being in a space of neediness and desperation going to all the record labels trying to get a deal? <clears throat> difference. This is one thing she also mentioned. She found a way to be happy first and follow her calling. So she's therefore able to operate in a frequency that's bigger than her goals, where her goals are able to chase her, 
where marketing agents and record deals started following her. And this is what I talk about a lot in my group coaching calls and those bonus calls that you guys are a part of is that when you make your goal your God, you'll always struggle to get there. But if your frequency, your vibration, your calling is higher than the goal, your goals will chase you. And you're welcoming something so much deeper than just external success. This is what Jewel did. She found a way to be happy first. She found a way to be happy. She found a way to just follow her calling. This makes me emotional talking about it because this is where everyone's at in business. Is is really in a space of I'm following this calling. And then this ego comes into it and says, you need to be successful here. You need to achieve this to feel safe and enough and loved. Really think about this. Think about how you can find a way to follow your heart, be happy, be fulfilled, regardless of what happens. And see your goals in a very different way. So this is why I found if you don't have if you don't already have the distribution of thousands or millions of people, authentic personal messages, your best opportunity to be able to gain a consistent flow of clients. Because in every business course I've been a part of, every single time, the number one thing, I'm sure you can look at all the brands, all the people that have succeeded in your space, all those you look up to, what do they all have? A raving fan culture. They all have a raving fan culture. It's just what's needed. And so in this world, in this industry of online, in, in, in social media, how are you going to build that raving fan culture if you're doing the same thing as everyone else, trying to get a larger audience, and you may be just reaching a few people that uh, get to know you on the surface? And then as they get to know you on the surface, your, your focus is on trying to get more people. The secret of the serving circle is my focus towards loving you guys, nurturing and, and just giving you value, just heart to heart value. Right? How many of you guys have received personal messages from me that's heartfelt, that you can feel? Right? It's, that's, I, see, I see me as you. I see, I see us all connected and I see this spiritual journey the same way as I see the business journey. It's just all intertwined and just me and my love. And so this is why you can use personal, authentic messages from your heart coupled with your marketing, coupled with your content, coupled with whatever you're using so far in a way that builds a raving fan culture. How are we going for time? Does anyone have any questions quickly? Feel free to unmute or... Jot down anything in the chat. Does anyone have any questions so far? So Tracy, yes, the uh, the podcast with Jewel was on Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan Experience. Very, uh, it was powerful. wasn't I wasn't expecting that. So moving on. No one has any questions. We sure? Jeez. Hopefully everyone's still awake. 
All right. So just some quick stats on why personal messages are so, are so effective. These are just some random stats, but 82% of people in the US have a social media account. How many, what percentage of people do you think use social media as for personal messages? It's the vast majority. It's the vast majority. Now, open rates, this is the only thing I could find on, on Google, but open rates are 80%, and that's with a robot. Not your warm audience, not messages coming from your heart personally that's, that's uh, authentic. And compare that to email, which is 2.6%. These, this is the opportunity we have right now. The opportunity, when you look at your phone or you open up social media on, on your computer, despite what you may feel about, you know, about the social media brands, this is a tool and a resource and such a good opportunity such an opportunity for you to be able to build your business in a way that's from your heart, that's authentic, that's aligned, where you can not only build, make an impact, but make consistent income doing it. And this is what we need to start looking at. I just look at my phone, I just see opportunity of just whoever I can reach out to, ways in which I can add value, whether it's leveraged, whether it's through personal messages. I send a lot of personal messages, I'll get into more of the details later on. But this is the opportunity you have. So this is what some people think when I share, hey, I use personal messages a lot. And it's the number one thing that I focus on when I'm building my, my, my business, my audience, the serving circle, it's how I add value. Isn't it too slow? I don't have that much time. What if I don't like social media? What if I don't like being on my phone three hours a day like this? Can't I find ways that I just press a button and all of a sudden clients all come to me? Well, we'll get into this. We'll get into all the specifics. So the how. How many do I need to send? Where do I find them? Who do I send these messages to? And how do I do it without being pushy, without being salesy, without being annoying? How many people have the the fear of being pushy, annoying, salesy, it's pretty common. And the reason why it's common is because we've all had people push them things onto us. That's why this is very different. It's authentic, it's personable, it's it's heart-to-heart messages that allows you to allows you to build momentum where you know if someone's the right fit for your program or not. If not, why can't you just send a message of love, of support, of kindness, of compassion, of generosity? Why can't you just send a message giving them a heartfelt high? And in the collaborations calls, we give people love bombs. You're sending personal messages to someone sending love, right? It's really, really effective and it can be used as a tool in a way that's aligned with you. So here's the question you want to ask yourself. How can I use this in a way that's aligned with me? And if I can use personal messages in a way where I'm consistently building momentum with a tribe, with people who like, know, and trust me, with me adding value, just sending love and support, what do you think that's going to do over time? 
Here's the crazy thing. It doesn't have to take that much time. It takes some intention. It takes some consistency. It doesn't have, doesn't have to take that much time, especially if you couple what we're going to talk about in, uh, in day th- in call number three. We're going to learn some, some things on what you can do to aid and couple and add on to these personal messages as well. So we'll cover the, the, the how-to as well on call two. And I also gave everyone the uh, link to my online course. All right, who's been doing the online course? If you don't have access, uh, let me know. I'll send you the link. But you should be able to access that for two weeks. And in there is a module called Outreach with Outcomes, and it covers all of this just in more detail. So you'll be able to learn how to implement it in your own life and see the benefits from it. But what I want to focus on most is what I call the fear jar. This is what I talk about with my clients a lot of the time when they say, oh my God, Tyson, how do I know what I need to heal within me? How do I know what patterns I need to focus on, what I need to heal within here so that I can start attracting the types of results that I want? And these are the questions you ask yourself. This is where I call people get stuck in the fear jar. Now, the jar is the acronym. You want to ask yourself, what are your fears? And the acronym is, what are your judgments? Where are you attached? And where are you, where are you in resistance to life? So think about this. When it comes to standing out, when it comes to sending personal messages, when it comes to doing some different things in your marketing, building a raving, a raving fan culture, What comes up for you when you imagine that? First of all, if you were to imagine welcoming in a lot of clients or if you were to imagining being annoying, insulting someone, being called salesy and pushy, what are the fears, what are the emotions that might come up for you? I guarantee some people might may have attachments. Whenever you send messages all the time and you're sending your personal messages and you're sending people some love, you're inviting them to your programs, you're, you're inviting them to certain things or you're supporting them, are there attachments on what you think they should do because of that? Do you have expectations and assumptions on what that may lead to? Is your worthiness and your safety attached to the outcome? If so, write it down. When you're messaging people from social media, in your groups, in your programs, if you're networking, do you, do you catch yourself judging others? Jot that down. What about the resistances of life? Where does your mind think life should be different? Now, these are the very fears, these are the very patterns that are coming up because this may be outside your comfort zone. And therefore, to go outside your comfort zone, what needs to happen? Some patterns inside you need to leave. Some patterns inside you need to transcend in order for you to take that leap outside your comfort zone. It's literally your small story that's dying. You're moving past your small story. So when I'm talking with clients, 
and I'm talking about them implementing some personal messages coupled with their messaging, coupled with their marketing and their content as well. But when they're focusing on personal messages, there's a lot of hesitancy, right? Can you feel it in yourself? We have to identify where that is and recognize that's the very pattern that's coming up because it's leaving. That's the very pattern that's coming up that's leaving so that you'll be able to send personal messages from a place of authenticity, congruency, from a place of your heart. So whether that may be fears of being pushy, whether it may be attachments to the outcome, whether it may be resistance saying it shouldn't be like this, it should be easier, notice what freaks out in you. Notice the emotions that are coming up and notice it's coming up because it's coming out. It's coming up because it's coming out and it's coming up because you're moving past this small story. This small story that says, I'm comfortable with where my business is at. Right? At some level, even if it's not where you know your, your heart's calling you to, your heart's here because if for whatever reason you're here, at some level your heart's calling you to a bigger impact. Right? Who can feel that? Calling to a bigger impact and something, an impact that you know is going gonna, is gonna to help the world in some way. You also have a small story that says, we can't do that because if we do that, we're, un- we're not going to be safe. We may fail. We may go broke, which is going to leave us feeling unloved and not seen. You have this small story. So I want you to notice whenever I present something here and part of your mind says, I can't do that because of this, this, and this, or what if this happens? What if I succeed beyond my wildest expectations? Or what if I fail beyond my wildest expectations? And notice what comes up. What emotions are there to be seen? It's an inner five-year-old that just needs to be seen so that you can follow your heart's calling. You can go on your heart's calling and you can follow that leap. How are we going for time? Does any questions come up? Feel free to unmute. Nope. Do you know what, Tyson? I was, I was going to type it out there. I thought, oh, for fuck's sake, well, it's after 10 here. I'm too tired to do that. So, (laughs) right, okay. So I just want to see if I'm sort of clear or not. So I have this narrative going on in my head saying, oh, people think you're just not even being authentic. Um, People think I'm just, you know, people tend to be cynical, Mm -hmm. you know? So... And I'm thinking, oh, flip, you know, they're going to they're gonna think, oh, she's talking a lot of shade, uh, excuse my language, you know, she's, she doesn't even mean half of that. And, uh, you know, just the whole um, fear, am I going to sign too salesy? So I'm trying to understand, so am I attached then to that, to that feeling? I, I need, sorry, could you run it past me then? Am I attached then to the feeling and the fear of being judged and that outcome as my action. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, definitely. There, there'll be some patterns goes. there to be seen. Um, so we can talk yeah. more about this uh, if you're going to stay for the Q&A, but also send me a message later on and I'll, um, and I'll send you some resources as well to help, to help process all this. How's that sound? Cool. Thanks. You're a star. Thanks. No problem. 
So just having the, this level of awareness that says, okay, when I have this pattern come up, emotions, thoughts, doubts, know that it's leaving. It's leaving. And we'll go through how to do that. Um, and if you need resources, there's in the online course, there's the um, there's a couple modules in there for you. Right, there's a couple modules in there for you to work through all these patterns. So moving on. This is the key. How resourceful are you willing to be? If you start to see your business goals, if you start to see your business uh, opportunities, the question is, how resourceful are you willing to be? And here's one of the questions I ask myself all the time. How do you see your challenges right now? Is the challenge you're facing, whether it's financial, whether it's to do with your social media, whether it's to do with your relationships, whatever it may be in business, how is it that you see your challenges? Is it something that's in the way that's stopping you feeling what you want to feel and experience what you want to experience? Or are your challenges calling you to become more? Calling you to become more. If you're a business owner, I know I talked about this one of this on the podcast episodes, but if you're a business owner, you are being called to solve problems. You are being called to stretch the muscle of solving problems. So with the problems in your life, how is it that you're how is it that you're viewing them? How resourceful are you willing to be? How passionate, determined, creative, fun, playful, loving are you willing to be to achieve your goals? To build the business that you that you know you're called to build, to have the client base that you feel called to create. How resourceful are you willing to be? You can look at this uh, this content and say, okay, this sounds cool. Sounds fun. Some of us enjoy Tyson's Aussie accent, but this isn't for me. But those who benefit the most are those going to look in and say, okay, who am I willing to become? How am I willing to see this challenge? And how resourceful am I willing to be to apply this and create the business that I know I want? And then my heart's calling me to create. This is where I started. This guy's name is Johan Nagera. He lives here in Melbourne. When I reached out to him, it was pretty much the first ever personal message. Uh, not really, but in my mind it is. First ever time I started networking outside my known group. And I started sending messages to people. He was very much the first one because he looked like an incredible guy, very, very successful, you know, multiple businesses reaching, uh, you know, multiple seven figures and just a very, very heartfelt, genuine guy. I reached out to him with a power question that I had been t testing and tweaking that said, who can I send you away that would be an ideal client or key source of collaboration? In, in, uh, in call number two, we're going to go into why this is so powerful. But to skip, to skip some of that, I'll share with you that he sent back something to me and said, hey, here's who I'm looking for. Now, I didn't know anyone in business when I was starting out. I didn't have an audience. I didn't have anything to show. I was 26 probably at this time. And what was I going to do? Who that was I to reach out to this guy and, and connect him with people? But I said, sure, I'll do that. I searched for the people that he was looking for, found someone who really resonated with and connect those two people. 
and it was so easy and effortless, I just kept doing it. I kept asking this question, which is such a power question. It is, it is such high value and very low risk. And one of the things that started happening was I added so much value to him. He invited me to his two-day event that he was running here in Melbourne. And I got to meet all the speakers. There was nine, I think, nine speakers. And so what do you think I did? I asked the same question to all the nine speakers. <laughs> and I genuinely, from my heart, genuinely said, who can I send you away that would be an ideal client or key source collaboration? And what did I do? Started searching through my network and started connecting all the people. Now, this is why I said before, they all build on each other. Whether you're doing collaborations, whether you're reaching out in terms of mentorships, whether you're reaching out in terms of clients and building your own audience, it all, it all builds on each other. Because out of that came so much opportunity for me for speaking, for clients, for my, my own network, for speaking and, and, and you know, getting on podcasts, all these different things. So much came from that. So, so, so much. Now, something that's happened very recently. This is like two years ago. No, this is two years ago. I started with this um, in about five years ago. But two years ago, I introduced Johan to someone in particular. I just, I met this one person um, and just decided, oh, they, these two need to meet. Johan, meet this guy named Malta. And... They, Johan rang me on my birthday last month and said, hey, you know when you connected me with Walter? And Walter was on the call as well. They decided to pop in and say happy birthday to me. He said, you know how you connected us? We've actually created a business together. And this business allows for people to send out, uh, send out personal messages through LinkedIn in a way that is, uh, in a way that's automated, in a way that uses AI technology, and it's a huge CRM system that allows your lead generation to be leveraged. And people are paying for the the higher end uh, offer about about a thousand dollars US a month. And they said because because you connected us, we're going to give it to you for free for lifetime. I was like, what? So I started, I, I'm just recently jumping into this platform and it's incredible. The CRM, the ability to build relationships with people in an in a, in a automated, leveraged, but still heart-centered way is very, very cool. And this is the thing that your mind can't see. When you start sending personal messages to people in a way that's genuine, authentic, adding value, inviting them to your staff, adding value to them through their stuff, your mind can't see what will happen. Your mind can't see the ripple effect that it will create. But if you do it consistently, if you add it as part of your lead generation system and you find creative ways to be resourceful, this is what builds. This is the manifestation of the serving circle, of, of you know, the, those who are following me, of my collaborations, of my mentors, everything like that. You have no clue what will, what will happen when you stand out through personal messages and you go deep, 
rather than wide. You go deep before you go wide. This making sense? Cool. So, this is what happens when one, you follow your heart, two, you find ways to stand out, three, find ways to be authentic and genuine, and four, be strategic with a plan. This is all part of a plan, a heart-centered plan, but it's a, it's a plan that allows you to just share your heart. Just be authentic and genuine in business and see business as a way for you to spread your love. That's all this is. It's just your heart and love flowing through in the world of business. First steps. I've got three first steps for you on how to get started. And then we'll go into a bit of a Q&A. But this is what you want to write down because this is going to help you for the next call. This is going to help you all come together and start to actually implement this so you can see some momentum. So one, what are your, what's your business goal? Just quickly, just to don't overthink it. If you already have your business goal, write it down. But what would... What would allow you to thrive in business? Let's say in the next three to six months, what would, you, what would you like your business to be doing in revenue each month, in leads each month, in clients each month? Just take 20 seconds to think what would feel most exciting and then jot something down. Doesn't have to be perfect, you can change it later. Just for the purpose of this exercise, write it down. What would be a good monthly revenue goal in three to six months? How many leads would you like per month? How many clients would you like per month? What would your client base be like? Just jot that down. Once again, how resourceful are you willing to be to achieve this goal? How passionate, patient, creative, loving, playful, determined, and goofy, all the resources within you. How resourceful are you willing to be? And are you willing to evolve into the version of you capable of achieving that? Let's do this for a second. Everyone, take a deep breath. Put your hand on your heart. Just breathe deep for a moment. As you breathe deep, feel intuitively, feel intuitively that there's a version inside you who's already achieved this outcome. There's a version of you who's already achieved this, already achieved the revenue, the clients, the leads necessary. That version of you is not outside of you. It's not a goal out, out there that you need to achieve. It's a version of yourself that already exists within you. Once again, this is what gets me emotional thinking about it because this is the version of you you're evolving into 
This is the version of you who you're being called to become by your higher self, by spirit, by God, whatever you want to call it. This is a version of you who you're being called to become, which is why it's so important to notice that all the patterns that need to heal, all the patterns that need to be healed in order for you to achieve that are also the patterns that need to leave for you to evolve into the version of you that's capable of achieving it. This is an inside job, but can you intuitively feel this is within you? The journey we're going together is the journey of uncovering that side of you. So who's excited by that? Hands up. Awesome. So jot down some answers there. That's step number one out of three that we're going to focus on just quickly. Two. Think about this. Who would you like to connect with to achieve this goal? Who do you know you need to connect with? This is a matter about being resourceful and creative with, in order to get the leads, in order to get the clients to, that leads to the revenue, what intuitively do you feel you need to, who do you need to reach out to? Who do you need to start building relationships with? It's going to be a combination of a lot of different things. But start to think creatively. This is what you're going to do in the next couple days. Start to think creatively about who's in your network, who do you have on social media, who do you have access to in terms of influences you can reach out to, collaborations you can reach out to, people you can nurture who already like, know and trust you, people who have shown interest in your program so you might not have uh, you know, thought about twice. Now, in your mind, can you build the picture of building relationships with these people? Building relationships where they get to know you and your heart. And then because of that, it starts to lead to some business opportunities. Even if it's just from the vibration and energy of you sending them love. If it's from the energy and the vibration of you loving reaching out to people and just sending them some support. And saying, how can I be of service? How can I help? If you were to do that consistently from your heart while also healing what needs to heal along the way in terms of expectations and assumptions and fears and doubts and, oh my God, is this good person going to you know, hunt me down thinking I'm a crazy salesperson? Whatever it is. But whenever I... I'm on my phone and I'm, I, I never go through my social media feed. It's very rare. But I use this basically as a way for me to send personal messages and just share my heart, send some love, send some support, send some kindness. It's my heart flowing through and that's what you guys can feel. And then that pours into my content, into my business, into the, pro, the, the paid programs I have, into everything. And it's just an extension of me. It's a, and it's an extension of my spirit, my soul. Can you imagine the possibility, just the even just the possibility of you excited about sending messages? Excited, passionate, creative, loving about sending messages to people in a way where you know this is building the, mo the internal momentum of your business, creating a raving fan culture, exactly like what Jewel did, asking people exactly what they, what the questions they need to hear, the invites they need to hear, 
and feeling that ripple effect. She had record labels hunting her down, putting big, uh, big offers on the table, and she was homeless. And they were putting big offers, and she actually said no to a million dollars. You can listen to the episode. She said no to a million dollars because it wasn't aligned with her, and she said, I'm, I'm committed to staying happy first. Are you committed to staying happy first? Are you committed to putting your soul and your spirit first, regardless of the outcome? This is a big, big part. Anyone who's done group coaching with me knows this is what we spend most of the time on. We spend most of the time focusing on your soul, your spirit, and having, you know, what Carolyn Mace says, a soul is stamina. But you're being called on this journey. Do you have a soul with stamina? Where you're starting to value what's internal, starting to value the world behind your eye rather than the world in front of your eye. That's a two-minute rant for you. A little bit. But they're the, they're the, that's the second piece. Who do you know you need to connect with? And third, where are they? Start to think about, where are they? How you can get this started right away, go to, your, go to um, any social media, go to Facebook, click on contacts, start scrolling through. Most of you have thousands of people who you're connected with on Facebook. Even if you have hundreds, that's a lot of people that you can start thinking about, how can I be creative and resourceful with sending this person a message that's from my heart that may be able to also build my business in a, in a particular way? The question is, how resourceful are you willing to be? How resourceful, how open, vulnerable, honest, compassionate are you willing to be? Where even if it's friends from old school buddies, and you say, hey, I've got this thing coming up. Do you know anyone who would be interested? Think about where are they? Are they in Facebook groups, online forums, social media accounts, through your social media contacts, suggested friends? I can search through my suggested friends. This is why it's the, the possibilities are endless. You think about, there's a, there's, a, there's a little bit of a mindset here where people say, oh my God, there's this challenge with my business. And I just can't get leads. I'm like, you've got a Facebook suggestions that's always suggesting friends that are friends with friends. I search through the suggested friends are all my target audience, my target market. I go through all day and just suggest for, and just go through my suggested friends. A lot of them are spiritual entrepreneurs. A lot of them have podcasts, Facebook groups, social media accounts. There's my endless supply of leads, of friends, of collaborations, right? Now, it may take some time for you to build up to that because I know suggested friends can be a little bit iffy with a few people, but that's just one way. Wendy Corner has her hand raised. Okay. Wendy, what's up? Thank you. Tyson, um, could you explain the difference between a social media account and a social media contact, please? Yeah, sure. So social media accounts. So you can look at accounts for people that you want to engage with. So social media accounts. So like if you search on Instagram and you're searching through Instagram accounts of people who may have 
may have an audience that you can contact or may have an audience that you can um, that you can collaborate with. So if, for example, you might reach out and say, well, I'm looking to connect with podcasters. Okay, well, let's look up some, pod- some people who have podcast uh, accounts or people who are running big podcasts, whatever it may be. Your social media contacts are those who you're already connected with. Right, so that so you can scroll through your Facebook, scroll through your Instagram, scroll through whatever you're using on social media, and just see who your heart feels called to, who you can help, who you can serve, who might be interested in your offer, who might be might be able to do something together. So you do a search and then go from there. Yes. So for example, if I'm, um, I can look on Instagram, I can look on YouTube. So I, I might search some YouTube accounts if you count that as a social media of people who are spiritual entrepreneurs who have a, uh, who have a, you know, a, a YouTube channel. Okay. I think I've got that. Thank you. Deborah. Daskia. Hey. Um, okay. So you didn't mention LinkedIn and that's where a lot of my peeps are and yes. I'm guessing just do the same. Yes. Your guess is right. Your guess is right. Um, I also didn't mention Instagram, TikTok, whatever. This is just all under the umbrella of social media. It's just whatever opportunities are out there. It's about being creative and resourceful, right? It's created. It's being creative, resourceful, and just passionate about the opportunity you have in front of you because this provides endless leads, endless friends, collaborations, opportunities, audience members, right mentors this is endless the thing that's in your hand and here's the key um for anyone who knows james wedmore i mean his coaching program and his business course he just reminds everyone consistently how you see business determines what's possible for you how you see business determines what's possible for you So how do you see business? Is it something that you need to figure out and struggle with and overcome so that you can achieve this outcome that'll help you feel better? That's where many people are at. And as long as I figure this out, then I'll feel or finally feel free or happy or joyful or seen and loved. So how do you see business? How do you see marketing? How do you see the various areas of business? However you perceive them determines what's possible for you. If this thing in your hand is an endless possibility and is endless opportunity, then your mind's going to find creative ways to get that. Now, moving forward in the next couple calls, we're going to be focused on um, implementing a lot of this. We're going to fo- I'm going to share a few more tips, tools, strategies, some tactics. Uh, to make it more and more effective. Um, But for right now, just to get the ball rolling and get your mind in that frame, then these are the the key questions. We've got a couple more other things and we'll open up for some uh, Q&A. So setting up for call number two. Here's your challenge for anyone who is willing to do so. Be creative 
and resourceful to find answers to these questions. Did we all write them down? I can send them in the group chat if you guys need as well. So one, what's your business goal? How resourceful are you willing to be? Are you willing to evolve into that version of yourself? Two, who would you like to connect with to achieve this goal? For your best, the hypothesis is I will need to connect with these sort of people using you know this particular method in order to achieve this goal. And three, where are they? Where can I start reaching out to them? Where can I start sending the messages? Just to get your brain going. So spend 30, 40 minutes before the next call finding resourceful answers to these questions. Who's ready to meditate? And hold space for all the fears, doubts, concerns, worries, attachments, all the stuff. How to do this is in the online course that you all have access to. If you haven't had access to it, just let me know. Where you can feel, where you can hold space for these fears, internal patterns that need to heal. They need to heal. And spend 10 minutes writing out what characteristics do you need to adopt that's aligned with that version of you who's already achieved it. The version of you who's already achieved the outcome. Who's already achieved the revenue, the clients, the collaborations, the leads per month, whatever it may be. What is that version of you? And let's see if that version of you can show up to call number two and call number three. Thanks for listening to the Awaken Your Business podcast. If you're a heart-centered business owner, you know that selling, marketing, and business strategy can bring up a lot of fear, doubt, and scarcity. And this is why I created the community on Facebook called The Serving Circle. It's in here where you get to grow your business as a byproduct of asking the question, how may I serve? It's on our weekly Zoom collaborative calls where you get to serve by meeting like-minded people and organizing collaborations, service exchanges, and partnerships So together we can heighten consciousness through business success. So just search The Serving Circle in your Facebook groups and you'll see that you're just one heartfelt collaboration away from reaching your biggest business goal. Take care now.